Amen and amen. And that takes us to chapter 6 because we couldn't, I brushed through chapter 6 last week, isn't it? So that I say I'm coming back. But let me uh, give you like a reminder. I think we have the time before I go to read that. I just read the notes, my notes on chapter 5. Chapter 5. So for those of us that will join us in chapter 6, God encouraged the Israelite people to come back to him. A lamentation. That is, in one word, mourning or weeping. Or funeral songs for the house of Israel because of their sins. Example of such songs or lamentations are seen in the book of Ezekiel chapter 26 to chapter 28 and chapter 32. About Egypt and Tyre. David's song about Saul and Jonathan, Second Samuel chapter 1 verse 19 to 27 to mention but a few Israel in verse 2 was likened to a virgin Isaiah also made reference to her as the daughter of Zion Israel who was likened to a woman because of her virginity and has because of her virginity has fallen therefore she will no more be pure and rise no more since she has failed and did not live according to God's holy law and there is no one to raise her up. That is, Israel that was supposed to be pure in heart has brought disgrace. You must always know that. So, uh, she's likened to a virgin. God also mentioned the reduction in her army. Our army shall reduce from a thousand to a hundred. How many of you remember? And from a hundred, they shall reduce to ten. Because of their sins, God is going to allow the enemy to take them over. That's why their armies will be reducing. This confirms the death of her soldiers or armies. That's chapter 5, verse 3. God called them to repent and seek after him. Choose life. Forsake your idolatry lifestyle. And I believe that this is also hammering to us that we must choose life. I told you about idolatry. You might not be your, your idol, as the pastor said tonight. Might be your husband. Might be your wife. Might be your children. Might be even your, your car. Might be something that you possess. That is the idol. Say so God called them to repent and seek after him. Choose life. Forsake and forsake their idol Idolatry lifestyle. The cities mentioned here, Gilgal, Bethel, Bathsheba, had become countries for idolatry instead of what God ordained them to be. A sacred site that became corrupted. Gilgal, a place of remembrance. Gilgal, a place of circumcision. Gilgal, because this is during Abraham, a place of remembrance. Circumcision, Joshua, a place of covenant, a place where God rolled away the reproach of Egypt. That is a place they, they had the Passover, or a place where Passover was celebrated. Saul was made king in the same Gilgal. So the scripture reference to all these places that God is going to deal with, with because of the idolatry, since the place used to be a place of worshipping God and all the rest of that, but they turn into look at what is happening in the church of God today. The church of God where we are serving God, that's why some people are doing disco. 
That's why some people are doing a lot of mess that they're doing. May the Lord help us. So, scripture references. Joshua chapter 4 verse 19. Then, verses 20 to 24. Chapter 5. The same Joshua. Chapter 5, 2 to 9. Chapter 5, 10 to 12. 1 Samuel 11, 14 to 15. As a place of remembrance, the first place Joshua and the children of Israel camped after their miraculous crossing of Jordan. Twelve large stones taken from the middle of the river were set up as a memorial or remembrance of the miraculous crossing. That's Joshua chapter 4 verse 19. And you can also see it uh, 20 to 20, verse 20 to 24. And this is the place where great things happen. They turn it into a place of idol. May the Lord help us. A place of circumcision. All the grown-up Israelites who grew during the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness or desert were circumcised. Because some of this I see that you could not add to it. That's why I'm, I'm reading it to you again. A place of circumcision. It was a place where the, 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 children, the people that did not sin in the Israelites were, were, were asked to circumcise. That is, uh, it, uh, it shows a pure heart. A place where circumcision, Paul talks about our own circumcision of today, is a circumcision of the heart. It's not uh, a fresh one with wounds, no. Your heart must be broken for the Lord. So this place was a place of circumcision. We are the children of Israel that wandered in the, uh, during the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. were circumcised. If you read the book of Joshua, chapter 5, 2-9. The, a place of Passover, a place where Passover was celebrated by the children of Israel. And uh, then chapter, uh, chapter 5, uh, Amos chapter 5, 4b and verse 6, verse 4b and verse 6. God demands that we seek him, which is a solution to a dying, uh, to a, to dying in sin, to this dying sick world. In times when all hope is lost, difficult, struggle and discomfort times, we must seek the Lord. This is the only thing that can bring us comfort and encouragement. Seeking God, seeking God, seeking God. And that is what we are doing tonight. Look at how many members in the church. Look at only those of us because of the weather that came to seek God. The Lord will bless us. This is the only thing that can bring us comfort and encouragement. Seeking God. We must seek the Lord. God concluded at the end of this chapter that he will punish his people and they will be taken far away from their homes into exile beyond Damascus. May that not be us. Because when we begin to sin and expecting grace to happen, when God punishes, he will take people to exile. People are in exile. We don't, need, we don't need a very big forest. Or we don't need uh, people to come and capture us and put hooks on our, in our mouth. No. People are in exile. In the same, they'll be in the same place. Wandering. No deliverance. No, that's why they, are keep, they keep on seeking deliverance. They, they call one deliverance somewhere. They go. They call, no solution. Exile of famine. Things will be happening in their life. Confusion is a type of exile. May God not take us into exile again. In Jesus' name. 
And that takes us to chapter 6. I want us to go back to our Bible. Woe to you who are complacent in Zion. May we not be complacent. Woe, woe. When the word woe, W-O-O-E. And to you who feel secure on Mount, on Mount Samaria. You know, we talk about uh, the uh, cows of Bashan. The rich women, they feel so secure on Mount of Samaria. May that not be us. You notable men of the foremost nation, to whom the people of Israel come, go to Kernel and look at it. Go from there to a great hamlet, and then go down into Gath, in Philistia. In Philistia. Are they better off than your two kingdoms? Is their land larger than yours? These are uh, places where uh, God, they have defenses and everything. It doesn't take God anything to just bring them down. They have protection, but God is using them as reference. May we not be used for reference for bad things. You put up the day, you put up the day of disaster and bring near a reign of terror. I'm going to explain it in my note, the reign of terror, underline your, your scripture there. You lie on beds adorned with ivory. Talking about rich people. And lounge on your couches. You dine on cho- choice lambs. A lot of you will remember that I said this. Rich people, lamb cutlet. It's not leg of beef. It's not shank of uh, lamb, no. It's not that one. It's real lamb cutlet. They, 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 when you eat them, they are juicy. And you don't cook them for too long. You're grilled on the... I'm going to bring a picture of lamb. Very juicy lamb cutlet. We see. So that your mouth can only water. <laughs> he now began to talk about them. He said you dine on choice lamb. You know, the word choice lamb. It's not just anything. It's not leg of lamb. Some people just see a recipe, leg of lamb. Then you are roasting, roasting, roasting. You are killing yourself. When you eat it, all the tendons and everything are still there. Now talk of you dine on choice lambs and fattened cows. That is baby cow. The one that has really been really... <laughs> and when they bring those in, they, they are very soft and nice. You strum away on your herbs like David and Im- improvise on musical instruments. You drink wine by the bowl full and use the finest lotions. You see all these things, there is nothing bad in them. But when you do that and you forget God... When you do that and you terrorize people that don't have. When you do that and you, 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 you understand what I'm saying? We have good lotion, good perfume. You are not giving money to the church. You are only thinking of the perfume you will wear. Your lotion, like I was talking to some of the youth the other day. They say, ah, don't worry. We're having conference. You're having this. Just give one one pound. That is fine. I have to take the microphone and say, no. I learned that the air that some of you carry is 80 pounds. 200 pounds. 300 pounds. And then you are saying to God, you are not saying, it doesn't matter, we give one one pound. I said, no, we are not going to allow you to give one one pound for your offering. So it's to, this is what he's talking about. If you can do hell, 200 pounds, you know you must be ready to give God 400 pounds. Are you listening to me? Because we might be talking of rich people, only the youth too will exempt themselves. No. The way you spend money. All this nail that we do. Pedicure. If you do the cheapest, don't do shellac. <laughs> if you don't do shellac, 
It's 30 pounds. Or 35 pounds. Just to do the shellac. One hand like this is 20 pounds or 25. So you understand what I'm saying? It's the one that I told you about shellac the other day. I didn't know shellac. I just go to do my name. Even that one I'm still struggling. Think of ground rice money and all the rest of that. <laughs> By the time, and they said, do you want shellac? It lasts or something. And I thought it's the same. When I finish, then, thank God that I've not done my feet. <laughs> I just jumped right that I want shellac. But if I can use 20 pounds to do my nails, a lot of you carry this shellac. And you give one pound in the church. This thing is happening, it's the same thing. It's even, it's worse. If you can do 20 pounds shellac, then you might be ready to give God 20 pounds when you come to church. Or you give God 20 pounds, then you go and do uh, this type, 10 pounds one like this. You don't use shellac, you use normal nail polish. <laughs> the other side say, the Lord will help all of us. I'm not exempting myself, we're all the same. So, but make sure that in dealing with it. So, he's talking to them about their perfume here. You drink wine. We will not be drunkards. Amen. Amen. And use the finest lotions. But you do not grieve over the ruin of Joseph. If you love me, feed my sheep. You did not grieve. You didn't even get concerned about the church. You didn't get concerned about them. When they used ah, we are raising money for the, uh, I have not, I have not even paid my own loan, my house loan or whatever, my mortgage. They are telling me about the church. I beg, God understand because I can't, I can't, I can't pretend. No, 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 no. He's telling you here. God sending most to the people. These are the things that we are doing. It's like, hey guy, you are really taking care of your own thing, building your own houses, enjoying the best of the best, and you left God's work hanging behind. He said, therefore, you will be among the first to go into exile. Your feasting. And lounging will end. When God takes that, so I don't spend for God. Keep on saying, keep on saying. The job that God has given to you, you lost the job now. So there is no more job. So where will you get money to do shell? Where you get money to buy uh, lotion? Then you will now go back to maybe petroleum gel. 199. Because the real one, the real lotion, some of them are 25 pounds. And they are in small bottles, like small round, small tiny thing like this. Then you now go to ah, Mamma is not about petroleum jello or cocoa butter two ninety nine. Then people are asking you, what, what's happening to your skin? What's happening to your skin? Uh, you can't explain. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because the, when the, when you are supposed to really use the money to serve God, you didn't use the money. So the enemy now rob you. Now you now go to Loki. Begin to show face is no more shine. Ah, my face used to shine like this. It's not it's not just uh, uh, that's why we tell some of you. Don't just be jumping. Your face must shine. Amen. That are oil that you use, that are soap that you use for your body. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that I make them to bright you. You polish them. But don't pay too much attention on them. As you are polishing, make sure that you are polishing the church too. Do you understand? As a fly stewardess, every five, five minutes, you must do your face. You must touch up your face. Every five, five minutes. Your face, it must not shine. If it's shining, your other person, your face is shining, could you top up? As you top up your card. So it's part of my lifestyle. Do you understand now? You cannot see the face dry, except if, if I'm really tired. I'm really, really tired. It must be top up. But as I'm topping up, I must make sure. I've been topping up with the Bible since morning, and I say, God, help me. So that it's not only paying attention to my face or to my body but pay attention to the work of God. 
to the children that God has given to me. We were all here this morning, all the Shiloh pillars. We were praying for everybody. The grace, wisdom that God has given to Solomon because we actually learned about Solomon, isn't it? That we, we prayed for the whole church. That is part of the sacrifice. Instead of, I told you, if you are retired with your children, all the children were here. They are on holidays. Bring them. Let them come and study. You don't have any second. The word of God should be like a breath to you. The breath of life to us. We don't have any second to waste. Any opportunity you have to be in the household of God, be there. If not, he said, therefore you will be your feasting and lounging will end. A portion. The Lord abhors the pride of the sovereign by himself, the Lord God Almighty declares. I abhor the pride of and the that is all the luxurious, comfortable, and everything, God detests them. And he tells the fortresses, I will deliver up the city and everything in it. If ten people are left in one house, they too will die. Has really got into the peak. Who comes to carry the body out of the house to burn them? Ask anyone to be hiding there. He said, else with you? And he says, no. Go on to say, hush. We must mention the name of the Lord. Not mention the name of the Lord. For the Lord has given He will smash the great house into pieces. And the small house into pieces. Do horses run on the rocky crags? Does one plow the sea with oxen? But you have turned justice into poison. And the fruit of righteousness into bitterness. You who rejoice in the conquest of Lodeba and say, Did we not take Canaan by our own strength? <laughs> All the wealth, everything that you, are, that you are occupying. I'm sorry, it's not by your strength. All your boasting, all your pride, everything is not by your strength. For the Lord God Almighty declares, I will stir up a nation against you, Israel, that will oppress you all the way, from Leba Hamath to the valley of Araba. May the Lord bless his word. And in this chapter, I can see the woe to people that are complacent. May we not be complacent. You have been running fast for the Lord, and after you... Well, how many people are running to get, to get a crown or something like that? They run so fast. Look at people running marathon. If you don't, the race you are in is a marathon. If you don't know how to run marathon, you will waste all your energy. The remaining energy that you need to, they, 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 they keep on running, running, running until they are getting somewhere. Or what do you call this uh, mile that they do several times on the field? Yeah. Huh? Not really. Is it marathon too, they call it? Because you go several times. Uh-huh, or something like that. You know what I'm talking about. So when it gets to, when you, maybe you, you, you run the field, you, I remember in school, you run the field for about six times. Maybe the seventh time is the time that you need the energy to, to finish it. So if you have used your energy and you ask what is the name of this one that eats a, a, that is a vegetarian from Kenya, British Kenya. No. Eh? Okay, Ferra, yeah, Ferra. You know, you are calling the complete. I don't know. Ferra is what we call. You understand? You can see the way he runs. And when he's running, 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 when he gets to almost end, that's the time that he's putting more speed. You understand? He said, what to the complacent? 
Many Christians are complacent today. And it's woo. May we not be under God's woo. God causes the good time in Israel to end because of their complacency. I'm having good time, cool, and everything. The moment you become complacent, they're now phoning you. Ah, what about choir practice? Ah, you get, oh boy, you get as if you. You, are, you, you don't get tired, Abby. You don't get tired. They call you for the usher. Ah, I don't know where you get your energy. You know, that's my phrase. I'm sorry, I have to stop that phrase. Tell Apostle, where you get your energy? Ah, say, God help me. He said, You don't know where I get my energy? And you can't ask God to give you the same energy? You understand? It's complacency. You know, God caused the good times in Israel to end because of their complacency. Good time, I'm talking the best lotion and all the rest of that. No one should think they are safe from their enemies because of their defenses. Defenses here can mean maybe your money, everything that you have. You cannot think you are safe. Look at Syria today. They become refugees. Part of Syria, they become refugees. Both children and everything. Have you ever seen that in history before? Did you, did you read about it? Even if God is saying he wants to do something, will you point it to Syria? All these places, they are living good life. What about this Saddam Hussein's nation? Uh, Iraq. They were living very peacefully and everything was really yummy. All of a sudden, war started. Look at Nigeria in the 60s. Uh, 69, uh, 60, from 66 to 70. The wall of my room like this cracked. Only, only the house did not uh, divide, uh, break down ahead in the house. Because it was when they bring down the airplane. We went to look at the bodies of the Europeans that were flying the airplane for them. You know? You see ring with... Uh, uh, everything was like a pig body that is shattered in the marketplace. As small as we are, you know? And it was like... Because we are still young then. Eh? But we thank God that we are serving God. We were praying. We were praying in our house. So everybody was praying. Because we are really very close to the Dodan barrack, barracks, where the soldiers are. That's where my house is very near to. And we could see when anything happened like this, the whole house is shaking. And the people that are really in the east, they suffer because their whole house went. Nobody knows what's going to be the next. You understand? But all of us are here hiding. And some of us are refugees. We are not refugees. Some have got to stay and everything. And then you don't want to serve God. Even for that paper alone, you should serve God. Because some people want the paper. And some of you, you know, I said, you came with head. Some of us came with our leg. You came with head. They gave that to you here. Those of you that they gave that to here, you have opportunity. You must not be complacent in serving God. Look at what happened on this road. About three... There's one on there's one on Sunday. Yesterday, at least two, two people have been stabbed now in the New Cross area. This New Cross... Campbell Road or somewhere there. They show them on the television. For God has protected you. God has protected us. You go to school, we come back. You cannot afford to be complacent. That's what I'm talking about. They say, woe to the complacent. God caused the good times in Israel to end because of their complacency. Good time can end. God can push his coming forward. And then before you know it, people are left to the unbelievers. You can be pointing to unbelievers. People will be shocked. When unbelievers are asking you, but you carry Bible now, you preach, why are you here? 
We are supposed to be the one left behind. Would that not be our portion? No one should think that they are safe from their enemies because of their defenses. Maybe you have a, you, you are living in big house now, you are living in anything. You are, you are not safe. Look at people from Syria, both uh, directors and everybody, they, they, they were the ones that were, they, they came on the boat. If other great cities, Kenel, Kenel something, great Hamas, Gath in Felicia, have been destroyed by their pride, Israel also cannot escape it. This city that they have mentioned, they felt nothing can fall them. They are the one on top before. That's why I say you should mark it. But look at what happened to them. They were destroyed. May pride not take us over. Because if you don't know of any of those two, you know of Gath in Philistia. You know of uh, Goliath. What ends Goliath? I thought that nobody can really, I'm the most, I'm the this, I'm the that. Don't want to fall under the wrath of God. They were also, they were so complacent that they have no reason to worry. Instead, they feel secure, safe, I have paper, I'm born here. Nobody can take me out of this country, I can get a job. You know, he said, they were so complacent that they have no reason to, to worry. Instead, they feel secure and safe on the mountain of Samaria. But God is not pleased with them. May God help us. What are the mountains of Samaria in our lives? Let's deal with them. And it will be well with us. Israel must realize that there will be a day of disaster. When I'm talking about Israel, you want to realize as a church, there will always be a day of of judgment. I must not think far. It's not far. The rule of terror, I told you 6B, that I ask you to take care of. Unfair judgment from the court or government will be dealt with by God. Unfair judgment. That means even uh, amongst leadership, some people will judge, they will not judge rightly. You take side. Unfair judgment in our courts will be dealt with by God. Unfair judgment among friends. You know the truth. But because you just want to take side with a friend, you, you, do, you do wrong. It will be dealt with. It's, not, it's called the rule of terror. May the Lord help us. Meanwhile, from verse, uh, chapter 6, verse 4 to 7, he started speaking about the rich and how the poor could not eat choice meat. But the rich dine on choice lambs. We are eating lamb cutlet. When some people cannot even eat you know, I said that it's nothing bad in eating lamb cutlets. As you eat lamb, lamb uh, cutlets, because a, a rack of lamb can cost you almost about uh, 10.99, and it's not more than about uh, maybe about six. A lot of you will see it where you, when they arrange it during Easter, they do them like this. They now put uh, all those drumsticks. Uh, it looks beautiful. So if you are thinking about that, you are eating this rack, one rack that is costing almost about 20 pounds, and it's not more than six. There are some people that want to carry leg of beef that will cost them, you understand what I'm saying? Or buy three chicken for, uh, for five pounds. It's still okay, but as you're eating your choice meat, remember some other people. Remember the poor among you. Amen. Because 
not remembering them, will, God himself will deal with the matter. And let the poor not sit down there. They are not doing nothing. They are just enjoying. You know, like people know how to make you feel bad. Charlie Africans, you are sweating it out. You are doing everything. Taking loans, sending it to them, doing everything. Well, ah. But Manti not do nothing. Manti no help me. Ah. May the Lord help people like that too. Some of you are here. You will be God place people and they... But they are not even helping at all. So meanwhile, from verse six, uh, chapter 6, 4 to 7, he started speaking about the rich and how the poor could not eat choice meat, but the rich dine on choice lambs and fattened cows and enjoy life on their ivory designed lounge and couches. I put it there. Because when they design this ivory, you know, when you talk of off white or maybe something with ivory too, you know how expensive it's going to be? When you are buying those things, not that you want, should we not have them? Look, God has placed millionaires because they really work hard. I'm talking about the ones that work hard for their money. So if they want to buy their settee in their house and it's costing them 10,000, 20,000, that, that is like uh, 200 pounds to them. Do you understand? God placed them in that position. The same millionaire as you are buying 20,000 furniture. Make sure that you are thinking of people that don't even have at all. I want to make sure that you help them. Don't do me, 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 me alone. Amen. Amen. And there are some people that will tell you, ah, you have money now. No. They don't. But because of the class that God has placed them, they have to. There are some people that go to charity to get clothes. Does that mean you should go to charity to get your own clothes? Fingers are not equal. But both the ones that is going to charity, both the ones that can go to Oswald Street, and you, because sometimes it's easy to really be talking against people. Some people, their glasses is 1,500 pounds. They have the money. The first day I know about glasses, because me, I thought glasses just common thing that you put on the face. I didn't know that they are class. The 1,500 pounds, if it's fine now, you go and get another one. You don't need to. Do you understand what I'm saying? So there are glasses, there are glasses. So it's class. That's why some of you, you buy shoe of uh, uh, 200 pounds. A lot of you, you want to get married now. The class of shoe that you are talking about, maybe uh, uh, something burner. What is the name of that shoe again? Tell me. Tell them the name. Ah, that one is small. June is... June is uh, the name of the shoe we are looking uh-huh. That very one, that very uh, okay, maybe he just want to talk. He's in this year. That one that we saw on the this year, whatever you are seeing that the lawyer was wearing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I didn't know there are shoes like that. Because they did uh, I know in those days too, because we have our own style too. We go to Sloan Square and everything. Buy shoe and bag for 700 pounds. I don't have responsibility. It's only my head that I'm spending money on. Do you understand? But when I now see this, because I'm giving money out, I'm giving money and I'm taking care of myself. Because I, you, if you don't take care of yourself, you are selfish too. You must look, you're having your birthday. You must give yourself present first. 
before you think of any, you understand what I'm saying? When you are celebrating, celebrate yourself first. Some people will not celebrate, they are thinking of presents that people will give them. Then you are failed. You must celebrate yourself first. When you celebrate yourself, you are giving yourself present. you are seeing your present. So if they don't even give you present, you are happy. Somebody was asking me the other day, are you not having a party? You won't have present. I said, I don't want present. <laughs> I've given myself present. Is it not money that you are going to spend for a party? So the Lord will help us. He's talking to both young and uh, uh, old, talking to both um, uh, rich and poor. You can be poor and then you can not even give one P. We say you don't have at all. You can't even give 20p. You say you don't have. Because you want to keep that 20p for something. God is going to judge everybody according to. Now telling them the reason for the punishment. Said the rich dine on choice lambs and uh, fattened cows and enjoy life on their ivory designed lounge and couches. Get drunk with wine, playing and enjoying music. You know, using the finest lotion and have no concern for the house of jo- Joseph, which is the type of the church their own country. May the Lord help us. In a nutshell, wasting resources. For this reason, they will be the first to go into exile. And their feasting and lounging will end. How will it end? The money that God has given to you, you use it wrongly. The job then, you don't have the job anymore. Ah, I lost my job. How? Because you are not satisfied with the, the, the punishment. Sometimes it might not be the punishment. It might be yourself. Pride has taken you over. In your place of work, you don't. So they ask you, they retire you by force. May the Lord help us. In that chapter 6, 8 to 14, the Lord detests or abhors the pride of Israel. God sworn by himself and declares that he, he detests the pride of Jacob, his fortresses. And he will deliver up the city and everything in it. Why? Because they have allowed pride to take them over due to their luxurious, comfortable home, home and homes. And this is gotten to their heads. Chapter 6, verse 8. We can also see God's fearful judgment as we read chapter 6, verse 14. God's fearful judgment. You can compare Amos chapter 6 verse 10 with 1 Samuel chapter 3, 31. And then Amos chapter 8 verse 3. When we are talking about God's fearful judgment. Amen. Then when you look at God's fearful judgment, you can compare Amos chapter 6 verse 11. To Amos chapter 3, verse 15, then Isaiah 55, 11. And God's fearful judgment, Amos chapter 12, because within that chapter 6, 9, 9 to 14. Isaiah, Hosea uh, chapter 10, verse 4. With that chapter 6, Amos chapter 6, uh, 12. Then Amos chapter 5, 7. Then Amos chapter 6, 13. You can compare it with Job chapter 8, verse 15. 
Then Isaiah 28, 14 to 15. I rest my case. Said The Lord God Almighty declares, I will stir up a nation against you, Israel, that will oppress you all the way, from Lebohamel to the valley of Arabah. May that not be a portion in the name of Jesus. And that takes us to chapter 7. The vision of God. The vision God gave to him regarding his judgments. Of locusts, that's chapter 7. Wall and plumb line. Then baskets of ripe fruit. And uh, when we move to chapter 7 and chapter 8, you'll be able to see all these things that I've read. God gave Amos vision and interpreted the vision to Amos. So you read that before we come. It's very interesting. And the Lord will bless us. Is there any question or there is any addition? Maybe there is something that God is speaking to you that I did not get in the book, you know. And you just felt this is what you understand by that chapter. Yes? I leave it open for everybody. Is there any question? So if there is no question, let me try and be like Apostle Williams and ask you one question. What did I attack this chapter as? Chapter 6. And what was the main thing that, was, that happened to the children of Israel in this chapter? What were they doing? They were what? That is it. They were complacent. And that many Christians that have seven God said, back. Let me threat, uh, uh, frighten you first. Like this Bible study. We always see you. You are the faces I see everywhere. Every Wednesday, right? And we don't see you again. And they are phoning you and saying, ah, get us. I'm tired. If you are having your exam, we understand that. So don't get, you understand what I'm saying? You are writing papers or something like that. We understand that. But you are not doing nothing. You now begin to flick over television at home. Ah. Complacency has taken you over. May that not be your portion in the name of Jesus. Because say woe to them. And we can deliberate a little bit on the what happened. It's not that we cannot, if you are rich, you enjoy life with your money. That we always be poor among us, but make sure that we also look after them. Who can tell me those things that uh, the rich, I mentioned it to you, that they do, that make God to be angry with them. Yes? Microphone, microphone. Raise your hand. I don't want anybody to just raise your hand and they'll give me a microphone. So that we can, uh, we, we can take care of them. Of that, yes. Yes, go on. choice uh -huh. and Okay. They were enjoying themselves in one word. Yes. Okay. So if you are there, you, are, you have your money, then you are enjoying life. Know that you must remember God too. Because God remembered you and gave you life. Yes. Okay. Well, that does not mean that, don't quote me, that does not mean that we must not get 
expensive bed. You understand? If that is, they advertise a lot of bed and you have worked so hard. You have read. And you have a good job. If that is the bed that you want to sleep on, go sleep on it. If your own is, uh, but I don't wish anybody that. If it's a second-hand shop that you always go to get your own bed, that's fine. Only that you will have enough, uh, 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 what do you call this, uh, bed, uh, uh, bed uh, lies. You understand? So that's why we are telling you to study, to read, so that you don't go for second-hand. Or you are going for charity, charity, charity. So, but read hard. But if you have money, spend it on yourself. We are the best. Don't squander money. Don't be like the prodigal son. Amen. What you don't need, don't buy. Ah, ah. Stakalin. I is wearing a new shoe today. I must get that Stakalin shoe. That is lost. God will deal with such a person. Ah, where did you get your shoes, Stakalin? Before you know it. People even go to the extent of looking at people's label so that they can go. If you don't have money for it, why, why go for it yourself? That is covetousness. Even some if you play as well here, dealing with covetousness, the Lord will help every one of us. It's just like somebody telling me that this is what I want to wear for my wedding. This is what I like. And to some people, it might be too expensive, it might be too low. But cut your coat according to your size. That's what you can afford. When Kate Middleton, when uh, she wedded, she's from the royal family to cry it out loud. What did she wear? It might not mean anything to us, but she spent money. The palace spent money on her. Their wife. You understand? So sometimes God places you in position, but as you are spending the money, remember God. That's the only reason why you won't get into any trouble. But when you are spending the money, you don't remember God. You do have 200 pounds. And then you give God one pound. There is a problem somewhere. You understand? So the Lord will help us. In Jesus' name. Uh, let me call Pastor Akoni this week so that you come and do the offering and announcement for us. Let's put our hands together for the Lord.